previously on This Is How We Roll. I gotta be honest, I don't trust this place as far as you guys can see in it, but... I, I mean, That's not very far either. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <sighs> do we go towards the shiny, mysterious building or the sort of dingy settlement? <laughs> Great. I love when Dresden breathes down my neck. What if we're just going in circles? Ah, that is, that is the fear. Maybe uh, it will link up back going to the east? Uh, Felosial, as you turn to look in the direction of the noise that Flint was making, another one of these creatures bounds out of the forest and it pounces onto you and it is going to bite you. Oh, I'm not. Uh, guys, he, he backed away and I, I can't see him anymore. And now the pathway in front of you is entirely blocked by this fluid sack of gelatinous ooze. Okay, let's recap quickly. You found yourselves in Nightshade. You wandered around and climbed down some cliffs, and some things went well, some things didn't. And you found yourselves embroiled in a rock maze that you cannot traverse over the top, and you ran in there to escape the hounds that were still howling in the wilderness around you. Uh, Their howls have faded, you walked into this maze, and... Uh, Felosial just managed to slide out of the way as this gelatinous cube slid down the wall of this cave, blocking your path forward. Uh, and we were in initiative, and I believe it is Felosial's turn. What do you do? Uh, like, how close am I to it? You are right on it. It's, like, within inches of you. I don't want to be that close. Fair enough. Um... So I guess I have to use an action to disengage and walk away? You know, that's a good question. Let me see uh, if the gelatinous cube has enough uh, wherewithal to get a to get a uh, attack of opportunity. I don't think that it probably does get one of those, honestly. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that it's a little slow moving, so it actually can't really get much of an opportunity attack on you. Okay, um, then I, well, but everyone's, like, right behind me. I can't do much. Um, is it taking up the whole width of the pathway in front of us? Yes, it is pretty much filling the, it's not a perfect cube shape at this point because it's kind of filling the gap between these rocks in front of you, and it goes up to about 10 feet high. God. Okay, I want to, like, back up, and can I ready an action? Sure. Okay. Just wait and take your turn when, uh, in the order when you want to? Yeah. All right. You can move yourself. Uh, yeah, I will. I just feel like we're just all right on top of each other, but I won't go that far back. I'll go, like, whatever 10 feet back would be, probably bumping into people as I go. All right, and you have a ready in action. All right, Flint, it yep. is your turn. That this sounds terrible. I don't want to be so now. Nobody's engaged with this thing. Hmm. Huh. All right. Um. Oh, let's see. I I think that if it, 
I, I'm pretty intimidated by this thing. If if there were any time to summon the boar, I feel like I would do it now. Ooh, okay. Uh, so I believe traditionally the way that you do that is by uh, miming the blowing of a hunting horn, and then uh, <laughs> the boar it will be summoned. Uh, okay. <laughs> Except I didn't make the noise. That was more of a uh, acting than miming. But. No, that, well, that's what I meant. I meant right. Yes. Okay. Uh, excellent. So, uh, Boris is summoned. Where do you summon him? I, I want him right in the middle of all of us, right there, kind of uh, between. Go get him, Boris. Right. <laughs> and uh, and I believe that you can see Boris on your character list there, Alex, and yeah. you should have all the stats ready to go. Um. I'm looking at, I've got a description, but I don't have anything else. Okay, so Tusk, weapon attack, plus five to hit, five reach, one hit target, uh, hit 10. And he's got 42 hit points. Yeah. Um, Okay, so you just have to keep track of him. Um, And can you roll an initiative for him, please? And you should be able to get him in the order if you click on him and then roll it. Like click on his token and then roll it. Aha, there we go. He's on there. Beautiful. Now let me put it in descending order and get it back to Flint, who was up. And I believe that summoning Boris is an action, so I think that would be your one action for that turn. I have Um, a bonus action where I would like to run away. (laughs) All right. Bravely run away. I'm going to bravely uh, run right about there. All right. Flint backs up behind Felosiel. Boris now stands facing the cube. <laughs> Coward. Next up. Strategic. <laughs> in the order is Macecore Isirian. Mm-hmm. You know I want to do something. I don't know if my uh, <laughs> my codpiece is going to blind something, <laughs> no eyes. <laughs> I don't think it will. What I am going to do... So I have um, I have an ability called called Escape the Horde, and its opportunity attacks against me are made with disadvantage. So I'm going to if I move backwards, would that expose me to an attack? Uh, you are not going to have that from this okay. jelly. All right, I am going to... Can I use my breath weapon and then move back, or should I have to do it in the other order? No, you can... Yeah, you can always attack and then move, or move and then attack, or move some, attack and then move. I'm going to use my breath weapon. All right. My ice weapon. It's my. It's an ice uh, breath. Thirteen. That will hit. Nice. Is anyone else in my range? I didn't really... Ask, Looks like but... Boris is. What kind of uh, breath weapon is it? Is it like a, is it like a cone or a line or what? I think it's a cone. As far as I'm aware, it seems like every each creature in the area of exhalation must make a saving throw. Type which turn. Okay, here we go. I'm a silver dragon, so it's a 15 foot cone, and you need a Constitution save. And it's cold damage. Okay. So the gelatinous cube must make a constitution save. Yes. Okay. And same with Boris, right? Boris, I think, 
probably. Has yeah, to. Boris probably should too. Let's do it. Oh, God. A six. The cube rolls a ten. Boris got a six. <laughs> okay, so both of those are going to fail. So do I just do the damage here? Or... Yeah, so I guess on a failed save, they would take... Or all, yeah, they'll take full damage on a passed save. I assume they. Um, D- did you just roll four d six? Well, I just kind of did the the breath weapon attack, but I can actually roll. The, I think I should probably because roll. you're eleventh level, so right. Yeah, are we? Yeah, I'm level eleven. So, so four... roll one more. Roll one more d six to add to your damage that you just rolled. So eighteen freezing damage. No, hold on, hold on. Roll just roll a single d6 because the first one rolled three oh, d6s. Okay, you could get a six potentially, but oh, there you got five. a five. Okay, so seventeen freezing damage that Boris takes and the gelatinous cube takes. Now, does that have any other added effects? Does it say? Um, no, no, just it's cold damage. Okay, gotcha. So. Yeah. Um, so what happens to the cube here is that you see the very front facing membrane of it sort of harden and in a couple of places it chips a few pieces off and they fall to the ground at Boris's feet now in the form of ice and they do not ooze back in with the rest of the of the gelatinous monstrosity so you have chipped away just a bit and the front edge of this cube is currently frozen which is going to impede its movement so it will have half movement speed on its next turn um, I'm going to move back as well. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that to Boris, but I didn't realize he was right in front of Boris me. Boris doesn't know that. He doesn't think like us. <laughs> so Boris just took 17 yeah. for, uh, freezing damage, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, next up in the turn order is the gelatinous cube. The gelatinous cube slides forward toward Dresden and Boris. Uh, it can't move very quickly as it crackles through the, through its own frozen membrane, sending more pieces of ice scattering. Uh, but it eventually topples its own wall of material and then slides forward. And it is going to attempt to engulf both Dresden and Boris. So I'm going to need both of them to make a dexterity saving throw. God, Boris rolled an eight. <laughs> Nine. Not much better. Ooh, all right. So uh, both Boris and Dresden, uh, the rest of you see this happen almost as if it's in slow motion. They are both engulfed in this cube and it completely covers them, um, resulting in them being sucked inside of its membrane. And you can now see them both floating inside. Dresden, you can't breathe. Um, And you're both going to take... 3d6 acid damage. So we're going to roll that real quick. Uh, You take 8 acid damage from the gelatinous monstrosity. And uh, at the start of each of the cube's next turns, if you are still engulfed inside of it, you will take 6d6 acid damage at the start of its turn. Um, And if it moves, it moves with you inside of it. You stay stuck in there until you can do something to escape. (laughs) Um, And you can try to escape by making a DC 12 strength check. Um, And you get to a space within five feet of the cube if that happens. So that is what the gelatinous cube does. And that brings us to Dresden. Yeah, so I want to try and get out of the cube. Fair enough. Um, So sorry, what do I have to do? 
Uh, make a strength saving throw, please. Twelve. All right, you got it. You you manage to swim your way just out of the membrane of this gelatinous cube, and you plop onto the ground covered in viscous jelly-type material as your clothes sizzle just a bit from the acid that you were bathed in. And you can see Boris still, like, struggling inside of this cube at the moment. Um, can I move further away? <laughs> yeah, so that wasn't your movement. That was just, like, a, a strength save to try to escape. So you did that. Okay. So you are... Yeah, you're free to move and take your turn. Okay, so I'm going to move uh, back a little bit, probably even with where uh, Flint is. And then I'm going to uh, attack the gelatinous cube with with frostbite. Uh, you cause numbing frost to form on, on one of the creatures you can see within range. The target must make a constitution saving throw. Um so do you want to do that for the cube okay uh so a constitution save yep that is a 24 wow okay well oh my god <laughs> uh, constitution for days yeah yep. seriously wow. all right well i guess that does nothing then all right so you attempt to cast a a spell on this cube and it just shrugs it off it absorbs and you see like a slow set of ripples emanating from the spot where your spell hits the membrane, but it does not break. Uh, and that brings us to Boris. Yeah, I guess Boris is uh, definitely going to try and get out of there. So strength All saving right. throw. Make a strength save, please. Or just a strength check. A strength check. Yeah. God, what? An eight? What is oh, up with yeah, this? That's, Holy um, hell. That, Boris does not manage to scramble out of this Dude. cube, and he is still trapped inside of it, which is going to pretty severely limit his ability to do things. I think he... <laughs> Let's see. Boris has been a real letdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so far, not so good. Um, yeah, I don't think he can really do anything, because he's still floating around in this viscous membrane. All right. He's just looking okay. at you knowing he was a sacrifice. <laughs> that brings us back to Felosiol, who is now within about five feet of the cube again. Um, does does anyone know what this is? Any ideas? Is there... How can we beat it? Anyone know? When I was inside of it, there was acid. I was burning. It, I, I don't know. It's it's very powerful. What's the mechanic for doing uh, like some kind of some kind of check on our turns like, like a, intelligence or like a, history like a, or whatever yeah i think that it would be uh maybe a nature check or an arcana check something like that to see if you can recognize it as like a creature or a magical power of some sort right and like i don't know that that would be i mean i guess it could be me but i feel like that wouldn't be me um so i'll I'm going to pull out my sword with the intention of trying to kind of cut around where Boris is if he's near the, f like, an edge. Yeah, he's still kind of floating and struggling near the front edge um, of this thing. And I want to try to, like, cut to maybe help him get out. Okay. Um, Go ahead and make that attack. So there. I'll use, yeah, I'll use my long sword for an 18 for the first attack. That will hit. And then a uh, 25 for second. That will definitely hit. Nice. Uh, so first attack, 
Does 17 Oof. slashing damage. Dang. Nice. Man, I almost maxed that out. Uh, and second attack is 10 slashing damage. So I like take my longsword and kind of do like two cuts almost in a triangle, like a, uh, to go down around him on either side. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and I will, uh, yeah, with those good attacks, I think that you managed to slice off a chunk of Boris's section of this gelatinous cube and Boris kind of plops onto the ground um, not too far from the original cube and he's sort of like tangled up just a little bit inside of a smaller cube um, but he he can like kind of escape this smaller piece that's been chopped off of the big one now Um, and your slash actually diminishes the size of the original cube a bit Nice. As some of its material sloughs off into this pile of uh, goo surrounding Boris. Cool. Um, I don't like that. If I can back up, I will. But if not, that's okay. Uh, yeah, you can back up a little bit if you want. Okay. I'm still not going to go too far. Kind of holding a front line now. So I'll go back like five feet. Just back up All a right, little. All right. Cool. Um Next up is going to be Flint. So you're not within five feet, right? I think I'm probably like seven feet from it. Sure, you're not two feet closer. Okay, just <laughs> It's up to the DM. Okay. All right. No, she moved back from it. Velociol, I need you should stay closer next time, bud. Um, okay, then in that case, I will... Um, I'm not your human shield, Flint. <laughs> You're better at it than I am. Um, okay, I don't have I don't have sneak attack, so I'm gonna attack the tiny one. I gotta say, Boris. Uh, so for that one, I'm gonna use my short bow. Um, so that tiny cube is certainly engaged with Boris at the moment. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that would be a sneak attack. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna do that then. Um, okay. So I'm gonna use my short bow against the tiny cube, which is wrestling with Boris, and that's a twenty-five. That will hit. All right. So. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's seven piercing, and I'm level eleven, so that's six d sixes. Dang. Uh, so uh, there's five and then one. So that's what? 21. Uh, so tw- seven, 28, 28, total, 28 damage. total damage. Um, all right. So you hop up, up onto like a little tree stump or something. So you have an angle here and you take a shot and you aim for the heart of the cube that Boris is sort of like, it's like got his back legs and he's like trying to like drag himself out of it still. Um, and your arrow cuts right through the center of this this smaller pile of goo and it splashes and the membrane bursts and it just dissipates into the grass and Boris is freed. Nice. The smaller I... cube is gone. Nice. Uh, I don't think I have anything to say to that. Other than looking at Boris like... You, you don't okay? have like a good okay? catchphrase or anything? <laughs> no, I'm just like... I, I, I'm just amazed that Boris is okay. Wonderful. Um, and that brings us to Macecore. Well, everyone's still too close. So I am going to move back a little bit more. Um, and I am going to say, as I, I'm going to shoot two arrows at 
the blob. Uh, actually, Mace Core, you inadvertently <laughs> oh. back up and you find yourself <laughs> oh, now inside of one of these Shit. gelatinous cubes that was positioned immediately behind you and it was so still and transparent that you did not see it. Um, that is, it's transparent. Um, and since you were in battle, I'm not going to let you make that perception check because you were simply backing away and you've stepped into it and now you are engulfed in this cube. So I need you I need you to make a uh, strength check to see if you can escape. A saving throw? Yes, or, or, or just like a strength roll. <sighs> Ten. Uh, you are stuck inside of this God. cube. Are you kidding me? Um, I have six on that. Now, you had already drawn your bow, I think, so if you want to unleash an attack of some sort, I think I'll let you do it. On the one that I'm in? or the? Uh, yeah, I think that's in. probably the only thing you can really do is just, just shoot an arrow Just kill it from the it. inside out. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to shoot one. All right, make that attack for me. And do it with disadvantage, actually. Okay. Well, I don't think that's going to hit anyway. Well, it's up to you. Do you want to take the 12 or the 16? We can take the 12, and that's a hit. Okay, great. Six piercing, one freezing. All right, so you try to unleash this arrow into the cube, and uh, those of you on the outside, you see Mace Core just disappear into the edge of this gelatinous blob, and you see him unload an arrow, and right in front of Mace Core's bow, a small section of this cube just crystallizes and freezes. Um, and Macecore, you feel a coldness on your hands as one of your arms holding your bow is now like stuck in the frozen part of this cube. Um, and that's going to bring us to gelatinous cube number one. Um, and I will put the other one at the end of the order here in a minute. Um, so the smaller gelatinous cube that's that you first encountered is going to move forward and... It slides toward Boris and Felosiol. And I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Both of you. Boris gets a 14. Good job, Boris. 16. All right. Yeah, with a 14 and a 16, you both managed to dodge away. And you are within five feet of the cube now, but it does not manage to reach out to you. Um, And since it missed, this smaller cube is going to attack uh, it's going to swing out at Boris because it now has a taste for pork. <laughs> and it swings. No! It swings. Oh, no. You see sort of a, a blobby membrane protruding from the right side of this blob of goo. And it forms into a sort of gelatinous fist and swings at Boris. And it is a six, or sorry, an eight on the attack. Uh, his, DC, or his AC is 12. Okay, so it misses. So Boris manages to dodge. Hey, oh, good job, Boris. Yay, Boris. And so the, that is the end of the gelatinous cube's turn. Next up is Dresden. All right, I'm going to move myself to be more or less uh, even with Flint. Am that close to the wall? Yeah, well, there-ish. And I'm taking aim at the uh, <coughs> gelatinous cube that has mace core, and I'm going to... Uh, cast web of fire. Um, I wanted you to. I wanted a little fireball. Uh, this is this is more. Where was the this fireball? This is better. This is first. I think this is, this is more damage. Okay. So, um, street, uh, street, striking both palms down the ground. A web of, a web of flame crackles around all around the center, 
and five streaks of fire rapidly sneak along the ground toward uh i'm doing actually the the five streaks go towards one thing doing 12 d6 fire damage on a failed save damn Okay, um, and what's the save? Uh, 16. Oh, sorry, it's... Uh, oh, uh, Dexterity? Dexterity, yeah. All right, this is not going to go well. That is a 9 All for right. the cube. Now, I'm ca- when it says, when you cast this spell using a spell slot of 5th level or higher, the damage increases by 1d6. So the spell is a level... So I think... So I'm, I'm 6, right? Because I can cast level 6. Spells. Yeah, but you got to keep track of how many level six spells. This is not a level. Yeah, this is not a level have... six spell. This is a level four spell. But are you casting it at a level six slot? Oh, I keep saying. Uh, no, I'll cast it at a level five slot, which I haven't used any of. So we'll do one more d six. So that's thirteen d six of fire damage. All right, go for it. All right, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a lot of damage. <laughs> so we'll do five. So that that's sixteen. Uh, then we'll do another five d six. That's sixteen, and we'll do three more. Thirty-two. That's forty-two fire damage. Forty-two damage. All right. Um. So, let me describe what you see. You see. Which one are you doing this towards? The one that the one that in. in. Oh, okay. So this this second blob is about the size of the first one was when it started out, and you place your palms on the on the ground, and you see streaks of fire which cause quite a bit of brightness in this area uh, because again this area uh, I believe as we described last time it's very dark and you can now see eerie shadows uh, from these cubes and from you all cast onto the walls of these rock faces and the fire travels along the ground and underneath this cube and you actually see the bottom of the cube begin to sizzle and bubble and you see a thick viscous steam coming off the top of the cube as it shrinks in size and it is down to a much more manageable size after it gets boiled away for 42 damage uh and if cubes could be bloodied this one is now bloodied officially am i still in the cube uh macecore you are almost out of the cube now it's got like half of your body and the frozen part that you created with your arrow is is now melted does he does um, he boil a little bit um you know i probably should no, do something no, with that you were definitely no. within the range of that spell so let me uh <laughs> can you make definitely it, uh, thinking that, vegan. That, that thing's gotta yeah, be pretty your, hot your skin is like burning yeah up. can you Granted, uh, you're a dragon Core, board, can you but... make me a constitution save and we'll determine how much damage you're uh, gonna take are you resistant to fire as a dragonborn or no cold um, i'm a cold dragon <laughs> oopsie poopsie <laughs> i had something where i thought that like i could make sure that people well, i guess he's in the blob but something where you can make That's sure we're your we're, evocation but i think yeah. isn't it mainly for Jordan, you tell me which one you want to choose. So I'm just, hold on, let me read his spell really quickly and just make sure. So this is, this is an evocation spell. So I believe that you do have some kind of feature where you can shape that around your teammates and at least they start out at half damage and then if they make the save, they're only at a quarter damage. Yeah, something along those lines seems to be right. Okay, so I'm going to say though that Macecore does not pass the save, so he will take half damage. You're going to take 21 uh, fire damage. Oh God! When this happens, how's your health, Macecore? Uh, twenty-one. So that's 
30 I'm at 36. Okay. I'm halfway. Ugh. Oh, Mace Core is bloody. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I had to try to save you. Jandar, Jandar, you know, I was excited at first, but now I'm wishing for this fire <laughs> moth. <laughs> when I get out um, of this right. cube. <laughs> that brings us to Boris, who's now free of the cubes yeah. and has his chance to do something. Boris is a good boar, and he's going to attack the big cube that's coming closer to Flint. Sweet. Uh, make that attack for me. So let me see if I can click on this over here. So that'll be Tusk. Um, and, oh, no. Let's see. If the board moves at least 20 straight to and hits an extra. Okay, I'll just do Tusk then. All right. 19. That will hit. Beautiful. Ooh, 13 slashing damage. Nice. All right, so Boris, now freed of the cube's grasp, turns his tusks on the cube and slashes away violently creating several piles of glop as the nice. cube takes 13 slashing damage. And this cube is nearly bloodied at this point as well. And it shrinks just a bit in size. Nice um, job, Boris. job, Boris. Hi, everyone. It's Keegan. You're Felosial, and I'm here with your mineral announcements. If you're enjoying our show, leave us a rating and a review wherever you're listening. Ratings and reviews help us to bump up on those podcast charts and be noticed by more listeners like yourselves. And if you'd like extra content, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash thisishowweroll, or find the link in the show notes. Over at Patreon, you can get a side campaign, cut content, bonus content, maps, and more. Head on over and check it out. For as little as a dollar a month, get access to all of those things. And thank you to our two patrons, Junior and Johanna. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at T-I-H-W-R-20, and there you can find all of our announcements about our episodes coming out. And if you know anyone you think would enjoy this show, tell them about it. Word of mouth is a great way for our show to be noticed by more listeners like yourselves. I hope you had a great holiday season, and maybe 2022 will be better than the last few years. But time will tell. But what I do know is we've got lots of great content coming your way this year. And now, let's get back to this episode. That brings us to Felosial. Seeing that it kind of worked last time, Felosial's just going to slash at the cube again. Alright. Make um, that attack for me. So, two-handed. A 20 for the first attack. Hit. And a 25 for second. That will also hit. Nice. Uh, doing... 11 slashing and 13, so 24 slashing damage. All right, so Felosial, you slash away at this cube, and you take two mighty swings, and uh, you see two, the rest of you see two giant pieces of this cube slough off in two different directions as she swings this sword back and forth, and it creates two very small cubes on either side of the cube, which is now shrunk down to less, slightly less than half of its size. 
um, and there are now several small cubes sitting next to the original cube. And uh, it is definitely on its uh, later legs, the small, like the, this original cube. And that brings us to Flint. Uh, okay. Uh, I need to ask about these dragons being daggers. So that's like, I can only attack one thing one time, right? Like I can't, although it doesn't matter because there's, I'm just going to. so, although I feel like, didn't we look it up that a rogue does have a second attack by the time they reach your level? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think that I'm going to stay where I am and do sneak attack on the bigger cube that is to the left of us. Okay. Uh, with my... Yeah, actually, Flo Seal, did you move back after slashing or no? I don't think so, because right, we're starting yeah, to get super cornered. It's, and, and it's about your height now. It's not like towering right. over And the anymore. baby ones are like knee height. <laughs> yeah, they're tiny. Okay, so I rolled a 21 for my short bow. All right, yes, that's a hit. And then I'm going to roll, so seven piercing, and then, what did I say it was? It was... Uh, 66? 66, so let's... So, 1926. Nice. Uh, that damage. is just enough. Tell me how you kill this cube. Um, <laughs> I yell, Flossiel, watch out! Because I didn't realize she was right in the way. And then <laughs> shoot it right at the center of that bad boy. And the arrow goes right on through it. And as it exits the back of the cube, you see that it's almost like when a uh, there's a hole in a balloon a water balloon and the water like the insides of this thing just start flowing out the piercing hole in the back and it just sort of like melts into the ground and this cube has been defeated nice, nice. uh and then i'm gonna dash over here okay sweet flint bravely runs into the corner <laughs> <of> the <box. laughs> and that was just mace core. super risky considering there could be more of these blobs <laughs> one true. just comes down right on top of you <laughs> right not I, again i deserve that <laughs> i deserve mace that. core you are sort of half engulfed in this smaller cube now so your escape will be a strength uh save with advantage 18 all right yes you managed to wriggle your arm and your back leg free and you turn and are facing this cube uh, right in front of you. So I'm facing the cube right now? Uh, yeah, you, you just freed yourself, so you're like five feet away from it. Okay. So, uh, can I move? Yeah. As, I'm going to move ten feet away. All right. And I am going to use... Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna help the team out. I am going to use my I'm gonna attack the two smaller cubes. Okay. So I'm going to use um, my regular attack, and then I'm gonna use Horde Breaker, which on each of your turns when you make a weapon attack, you can make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature that is within five feet of the original target and within range of your weapon. Nice. So those two are those two cubes are not within five feet of each other. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> Fuck the team. <laughs> Just hit one of them. You get, the but team. you get you get multiple attacks, correct? I do, but that that doesn't. I would I would then just get two on just one of them, or actually, 
Can I see all three cubes right now? Yes. Okay, you know what I'm just gonna do? I'm just gonna use Cure Wounds, my healing braces, and I'm gonna use one level three charge of Cure Wounds on myself. Nice. Which is 3d6, I think. Perfect. It is 3d6 plus dex. I would laugh hysterically if another cube fell right on me score. 10, <laughs> yeah, that would suck. 10 plus three, so 13. I nice. heal 13. Sweet. May score heals up for 13 points. Nice. Um, all right. And that brings us to the secondary cube that arrived late in the game. And it slides itself toward Dresden. Dresden, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. What sound does it make as it slides towards him? It goes, slurp, slurp, slurp. <laughs> 16. You save. So, Dresden, you managed to slide yourself out of the way at the last second as this oozing cube tries to reach out and engulf you. Uh, and since it missed, it's going to then create a small pseudopod fist, and it swings that in your direction. And that is a 14. Um, if my armor class is 14, what does that mean? Uh, I think that means that it hits okay. you. Okay, then that's going to hit so you are going to take six acid damage as this thing creates a, a small fist of acid gloop and hits you with it. And that's the end of its turn. And that brings us to Dresden. All right. I'm going to move 10 feet away uh, and then aim right at that cube with a little fireball. All right. Fireball. Here we go. Does it make a save of some sort? Uh, I believe so. Let me, let's see. <laughs> Watch yes. it, dodge it, Six and then it hits. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm already envisioning this. Uh, 16 is what it needs. And a dex save. That's not going to go well for this thing. Nope, that's a five. All right. So uh, a bright streak flashes from your pointing finger to a point you choose within range and then, then blossoms with a low roar into an explosion of flame. Um, a target takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed save. All right. So, it's going to take 8d6 damage. So there's four. And then... That's oh, God, that was a that's terrible, a terrible roll. roll. <laughs> okay, so 16 plus 6 is going to take 22. All right. This cube once again gets hit with a fire effect, and it sizzles off several more gallons of gloop, and it shrinks in size. It's nearly the size of the small offshoots of the other cube at this point. Um, as it sort of like whimpers quietly, you hear it go. <laughs> uh, next up is Boris. All right. Get it, Boris. Boris is going for the one between uh, Felosial and Boris, and we are just going to... Oh, actually... Hang on. Do the charge attack on the far one. Yeah, I was gonna say that looks like about twenty feet. Okay, uh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's. He sees it going. He sees that one getting closer to Flint. And Boris doesn't like that. Uh, it moves at least twenty feet straight toward the target. Then it hits with a tusk attack on the same. T oh, and then hits with a tusk attack on the same. So I'm just gonna go ahead and do my movement. Oh shit. That's no. You're good. You're good. It's with it. Yeah. You're about twenty feet away from it. Okay. Uh, we'll move over here, and, um, I'm gonna try my tusk attack. So I need to make a strength save for that one? Uh, yeah, 13, if, uh, okay. 
Seven. Nice. So that's a fail. Let's see. So, so you know what? Since this cube can't really be knocked prone per se, right? Uh, but uh, it will take an additional two d six slashing damage as well. So go ahead and roll your tusk damage and add two d six to it. Right. Okay. So that oh, that's bad. It's five <laughs> oh, slashing two ones, and then two d six, so seven. So that's twelve. Yikes. Um, all right, and uh, with that, and because he successfully charges down this cube, you actually, all of you see Boris charge down this cube, and he lunges at it with his tusks, and essentially dives into the cube, and the force of his dive causes it to spray in both directions, and uh, it's a little bit like a like fast digestion situation where Boris like appears to be engulfed on one side and then pooped out the other side. Um, <laughs> and what's left over at that point is two very tiny piles of cube matter. Um, How tiny? Extremely tiny. Hang on, I'm going to make Can them Can we here. keep them as a pet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, they're so tiny. I want one. Oh god, that one flipped upside down on me. Hold oh. on. Oh. It's so little. It's exposing its underbelly. So Boris just charges through and leaves these two little tiny piles that reorganize into uh like shoebox sized gelatinous cubes. Um and that brings us to Felosial. Um I feel like I probably am not paying attention to that other one with the two little ones beside me. Um, my sword reach is 10 feet. Would I need to do separate attacks on them since they're kind of I think a me? big sweeping swing of your sword would probably catch both of them. If Excellent. you're just doing like link style swinging, like spinning <laughs> helicopter attacks. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I was thinking one arm to get a little more reach even. Yeah, that's fine. Um. I think that actually, yeah, we'll make that the trade-off. If you want to hit them both on each attack, you got to go one-armed. Okay. Uh, then I will do that. Uh, first attack, 24. That will hit. Second attack, 25. Man, you know what's better than 24? 24. <laughs> 24. <laughs> 25. 25. <laughs> um, for seven slashing on the first one. And 14 on the second, so 21 slashing damage as I kind of helicopter twice around one hand. Yeah, and as you do that, you see on your first go-around that lots of gloop just comes off of these tiny cubes. And the second time around, your sword passes through basically an inanimate pile of jelly. And both cubes just fade into the soil and are gone. Mm. And I'm going to go ahead and say that we are out of initiative at this point. <gasps> hey! The two remaining tiny gelatinous cubes, you see them trying to slink away and slide up the... Uh, they're trying to, like, attempt to slide up the sides of the uh, the canyon that you're stuck in. Can we grab them? Uh, yeah, I think you probably could. Uh, how are you going to do that? I definitely want one, too. I was definitely. I was. I was gonna say they're not shiny, but are, does anybody know if they're worth anything? Uh, I don't know. Let's catch them though first before they get away. Um, I feel like so they are liquid. I feel like you're gonna need like a container 
water like skin or something. I have a cactus. I have, I have a water skin. Hmm. I mean, you could probably scoop up some of one of them in a water skin. <laughs> I, I definitely, so, yeah, well, I'll let you guys figure out how to get it. I, I definitely <laughs> wanted to go over to uh, Maze Core with my water skin and try and, like, get, like, pour water on his uh, boiled... Skin. Boiled yeah. flesh. <laughs> boiled alive. Like, Macecore, are you okay? He set you on like fire. As soon as, as soon as the battle ends, Macecore just molts his lizard skin, and he's just, like, fresh and new. Oh, if only I had my uh, yeti horn that I left back at the hearth. The ideal for now. Did you leave that there? Uh, I threw it to Ivy, and... Mm, and it never came back. It was never told. I told what the ma names to go get it for me. Uh, people back in Green Hall. Um, uh, I don't have anything, but I want to try to grab it in my hands anyway and see if I can hold it. Can I okay. do that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess make a sleight of hand check. Excellent. 19. That's pretty good. Um, you managed to scoop this thing up and pull it off the wall so it stops escaping from you. Macecore, do you um, have your bowler hat? I do have my hat, but, you know, it changes who you are when. Oh, maybe this will turn into a person if we put it on in it. Uh, I don't know about that. Can Why do you want to turn the blob into a person? Wouldn't it just be kind of like a boring person? Yeah, we should well, just let the true. blob go. Oh, but, uh, but if we use the hat now, it'll be. I can't use it again for a while. Well, no, you won't put it on. I'll put the blob in the hat. Like a fishbowl. Velociel, do you want to use my water skin? There's like no water in it anyway. I poured I poured it on Macecore's <laughs> burn wounds. <laughs> Thank you, Flint. That was much appreciated. You you hold it. I'll try to Staring shove the blob in. I'll I, like uncork it and try and keep him like. I guess it's just gonna shove the jelly. It's like putting into the... toothpaste back <laughs> right. into the tube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think you're super successful, but uh, the form of this tiny cube is kind of fading, anyways, at this point. But you oh. get like half of its volume into your water skin before it's full. Okay. And you may have killed it in the process. <laughs> yeah, That's for you, Flint. You can keep that. Okay. I don't... Okay. It's not as shiny as it was before. <laughs> just kind of like flick flick the residual goo off of me and shove it in my pack. All right. So you now have a water skin full of gelatinous cubes. I need to yes. write that down. Okay. So water skin. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's that's gonna yeah. be the linchpin and everything here. Um. So is everyone okay after that? Macecore, you don't look. I mean, you look a little better than you he were looking. Looks fine. Stop babying him. Yeah, I would have been fine if I wasn't almost boiled Dresden. <laughs> hey, if I did, if but... I didn't do that, you might have died. So. That's true. I don't know which is voice, but I guess <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I guess. Thank you for saving. You're <laughs> does Boris stick around, or does he sort of fade so away? So I think Boris sticks around for an hour when you summon him, and that battle took like two minutes. So he's going to be around for a while. Okay, good. Nice. 
And he's taken 25 damage, if I recorded that correctly, so... Uh, yeah, I'm down to 17 <laughs> hit points. He got really slapped around. I'm gonna go up to Boris and give him a scratch, like, Hey, bud, so, sorry about the cube trying to disintegrate you. Yeah, I know. He snorts approvingly. Um, so, should we try to get out of here? I mean, so, we ran away from dogs and ran into blobs. Uh, by the way, there were two of these tiny cubes left in the, the ladder that you did not pick up and try to shove into a container. It has reached the top of this little cliff, and as it crests the top of this rock that you are unable to climb because of its steep and sharp nature, uh, it forms one of those little pseudopods that was swinging out as fists, and on this one it has noticeable fingers, and it just gives you the middle finger, <laughs> and then it turns around oh. and keeps sloughing wow. back up the slope. Uh, we should go Rude. before it gets more of its friends. We should, but we should just be careful and, and see if we can see any of those things above us so we don't take them over like it did to me. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go for a swim today. Just like who builds a town in a place like this? I don't even know what what were those things. It's very strange. Uh, should we go forwards back, or backwards? Like I way think we here. should keep going the way we came. Yeah, I mean, no harm in doing it now. I I I, I don't know what to do because I, I I feel like we could handle some dogs, but. Probably no more of those blobs. Yes. Not too many more hope. blobs. Not preferable. Let's hope so. Um, Alright, so you you find yourselves still in this cave, or, well, or, sorry, not cave system, but it's a, a series of sharp, jagged, rocky cliffs, and... We head um, east. You head to or, the sorry, east. Or, sorry, sorry, west. Yeah, sorry, you had come from the east when you ran into this first gelatinous cube. And you head to the west, and you come to another juncture that's going to force you to go back to the south. Do you guys want me to go first? Yeah. Yeah, okay. just make sure to look above you. Everyone keep their eyes open. Give me uh, let's do a group perception check as you trek along here. 19. 25. 16. 21. Natural 20. Wow, natural 20. Wow, nice. those are great perception checks. Um, with those perception checks... Basically, with you all on high alert now, realizing that some of your enemies could be hiding in the shadows here, you don't see any more of these cubes along the way. Um, and I'm going to say that that will last for the duration of this maze. Um, what you do all notice, though, is that you can now, as you head back to the south, you can hear faint howling uh, from the same kinds of hounds that you have slain a few of. Um, so... You head to the south, and you come back to an intersection that you recognize. Uh, you came from a passage a little bit to your left, and then to your right and to the south, and there's also a passage now on your right that heads to the southwest. Uh, should we go away we haven't been? I mean, it seems like maybe we scared off the cubes. I'm, can we tell if the howling is coming more from that southern one we came from, or the southwest one, or both? It's coming from, like, the entrance where you entered into okay. the maze. I say we don't go that way, because the dogs are definitely out there. Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. So, southwest... Can I do a check, a uh, survival check? Yeah, yeah, Let's make me if... a survival check. Let's see if Mace Corps can... Ooh, pursue. natural 20. Okay, so nice. your ranger skills kick in here, Mace Corps, and you get the faintest breath 
and gust of just a little hint of a breeze of fresh air coming out of this southwest passage, which suggests to you that somewhere along that particular canyon, there's going to be a space where it opens up and you're no longer trapped inside these rock walls. Uh, guys, I've got a, a gust of, you know, Febreze uh, <laughs> coming coming from this way. Uh, it smells nicer. I, I do think we should go uh, straight, do you, basically. Do you mean fresh breeze? You combine yeah, those words. isn't that what I said? You said Febreze. Mm. It's a dragonborn thing, you know? It just sounded like you were, like, not saying the whole word. Good. Yeah, let's go towards the the fresh breeze. Febreze. Fresh. The Febreze. Fresh breeze. Right. This week's oh. episode is sponsored by Febreze Airifex <laughs> Nightshade. <laughs> <laughs> not Axe Body Spray. I was about to say, Nightshade. we have Axe Body Spray. Oh, we yeah. got all the scent uh, <laughs> sponsors. Um, okay, so I'll keep going, uh, leading to the southwest. All right, perfect. So you all head to the southwest. You find that the passageway does open up a bit as you go through a narrow channel between a couple of large rocks. And then it reaches a dead end to the south. And to your right, now heading almost due north, you find that the channel is narrow again, but leading to a wider passage heading to the northwest. And you all walk along that passageway, um, again, checking as you go for these cubes and you don't see any of them. Um, and you reach the end of the jagged rock maze and you find yourselves once again emerging into a swampy forest type terrain with trees now lining the path as opposed to rocks. Nice. Okay. Sweet. Good job, everyone. Made it out of the gelatinous cube maze. Uh, quick pause. How's everybody's health actually doing? Just so I can kind of keep mental track. Um, Two thirds. Four, 49 of, 50, of 70. 56 of 69. Uh, four, hey <laughs> 49. Wait, 69? I thought you had 96. No, uh, we, we adjusted some stuff. Anthony had like overpowered. Okay, himself. that makes more sense because at one point he was higher than me. Yeah, right. Uh, 49 out of 82. All right, gotcha.